This was my dream. I dreamed that I awoke. This is the most wonderful part of the dream, for in my dream, I realized I'd been asleep, a long sleep from the very beginning of things, and I saw myself there in the pool room asleep. Then I saw myself start, my eyes open, and I dreamed that I saw. What awakened me, I asked in my dream. You awakened yourself, answered a voice nearby. I turned about when no one was near. Who are you, I asked. I am that something, came the reply. But where are you? I am hidden in your soul. For some moments I thought over what was said, then I stammered, how, how did you get there? I was born there. Why well, have I not known you were there before? No man knows it, answered the voice, until he awakes. Are you in other men's souls as well? Yes, there is that something in every man's soul which can move the mountains or dry the seas. Then you must be faith. Yes, came the answer, I am faith, but I am more. I am that which makes men face the fires of hell and win. Then you must be confidence as well. Yes, I am more than confidence. I am that which makes the babbling brooks lift worlds upon their wavelets. You are power, I cried. Yes, I am more than power, I answered the voice. I am that which makes the wretched failure lift himself up and rule the world. Your ambition, I know you now. Yes, I am all that you say. Faith, confidence, ambition, power, and more. For greater than all of that is that something. I am that which every man must find in his soul, or else he will be but a clutterer of the earth on which he lives. But how can man find you? Even as you're finding me now. First you must awaken, then seek, and then when you have found, you must learn to control. Control what, I ask, confused? That's something. Borrow it from your soul and baptize your life with it. Anoint your eyes that you may see. Anoint your ears that you may hear. Anoint your heart that you may be. But tell me, I cried frantically, for the voice was trailing off to almost nothing. How can I do this? How? How? This is the secret, came the voice to me as the whisper of a gentle breeze. These words, I will. The question is, what will you do? And the answer, unfortunately, in a lot of cases in the world, is not much. Right? There is a cultural hypnosis going on, as Tony Robbins likes to talk about. A cultural hypnosis in which most people don't do much. And most people are thoroughly unsatisfied with their lives. And most people go on their lives like they're zombies. Living day to day. Living yesterday like it was today and tomorrow like it was today. And nothing changes. Nothing changes. And I ask you, are you a cultural zombie? Right? Are you a light university zombie? Are you walking around doing the same thing today that you did yesterday, and you'll do the same thing tomorrow that you did today, and nothing will change, and then you'll go about your entire life like that? Is that what you are? Is that what you want from your life? Right? Or do you want that something? Right? Do you want to, to be inspired when you are in your practice? Do you want to be thrilled? Do you want to see kids rise up from horrible illnesses? Do you want to see adults change their lives because of what you do? Well, it's not going to happen if you do nothing. Right? You've got to do something. Action is a prerequisite for this kind of stuff. You have to take action. Before the rewards comes the action. Right? Someone said to me, Dr. Ruin, you're so lucky. You've got this great practice. You've got a beautiful wife, a great son. You know, you go around the world speaking for the ICPA. You're so lucky. I'm like, luck had nothing to do with it. Right? Because luck alone doesn't exist. Luck is what you use when you throw some dice, right? Right, that's luck. You got lucky if you got sevens or elevens. 
right? Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. You should write that down and star that. That should be one of your life's mottos. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Right now, you are in the preparation stage. When you graduate, that's when the opportunity stage will come. But if you don't prepare, don't expect opportunity. Opportunity will not be given to you because you sat at these seats. Opportunity will not be given to you because you passed your national boards. All you get from sitting in these seats and passing national boards is a diploma and a license. But that will not give you opportunity. Opportunity takes a lot more work. One of my favorite speakers, his name is Jim Rohn. R-O-H-N. Jim Rohn. He passed away a number of years ago, but he's an amazing speaker. He left a legacy of great uh, information on the internet or for purchase. And one of the things he was saying, I listened to him yesterday um, in my car. In my car, when I drive to work or drive to life, I listen to nothing but motivational CDs or podcasts. So Jim Rohn is saying when he was 25 years old, he was broke and he was behind in his promises to his wife and his family and his, his own self, and he met a mentor. And the mentor sat down with him for lunch one day. And the mentor asked him these three questions. I'm going to ask you the same three questions that the mentor of Jim Rohn, who later came on to be worth millions and millions of dollars. Um, I'm going to ask you the three questions that the mentor asked Jim Rohn. First question is this. Do you have written goals? And I mentioned this last week, right? Do you have written goals? If you have not taken the time out in the last seven days to write out your goals, what on earth is it going to take? Because this is what Jim Rohn said, that his mentor said to him, if you don't have written goals, I can guess your bank account to within a few dollars. Right? And you can say, well, I'm just a student. So what? You can't save because you're a student? Where is that written? Where is that written that I'm a poor student? I can't save. Baloney. When's the time to start doing it? You think you'll start saving later? Because if you don't save now, how are you going to get set up to have it? The habit must be set up now. Even if you save a dollar a week, set up a savings account. Now, today. You can do it online. No one, it's easy, right? Uh, even a dollar, well, I only have student loan money. Take a buck out of that a week. Because you, if you want to create abundance, you've got to create a place for the abundance to go. Right? If you don't have an abundance account, an investment account, where is it going to end up? And when you graduate and you start spending money like crazy because you're opening up your office and now you have staff and you have lights and phone and overhead and all that kind of stuff. If you don't have the habit now, you don't build the habit now, I'm telling you, it takes a lot, it's a lot harder to build the habit later. Here are two books to read to help you build these habits. Think and Grow Rich. How many of you read Think and Grow Rich so far? Pitiful. This should be required reading. Required reading. Think and Grow Rich is the most powerful book ever written about understanding finances in your own life. Think and Grow Rich. It costs $5. You can even get it for free in some places on the internet. I've seen free copies. People have PDF'd it. You get free copies. Zero excuse. You've got to read this book. 
This book is life-changing. It was written in the 1930s by Napoleon Hill. It's a little outdated because it is almost 100 years old. But you've got to take the time to read this book. And you've got to stop following the, the steps that he talks about, Napoleon Hill talks about. It is the book that turned on the entire self-help revolution was this book, Napoleon Hill. And he's got a bunch of other books, but Think and Grow Rich, you've got to read it. And if you've never heard of it, that's the only excuse why it's okay you didn't read it. But if you have heard it before and you haven't, I'm telling you, you've got no excuses anymore. Right? So, that was, so here's the first question. Number one, did you write goals? Number two was, have you read any books lately that are going to help you in your quest to become a better person? Not textbooks, not magazines, not Facebook, right? Clever name for that. Facebook, it's, no, it's not a book, <laughs> right? Have you read any books? And if the answer is zero, I have not read any books, once again, we can guess your bank account with a few dollars if you haven't read any motivational, self-help, financial money-based books, right? Think and Grow Rich, number one. Number two, Richest Man in Babylon. Richest Man in Babylon, George Clayson. Not many people have ever heard of that book. But I'm telling you, that will give you a way for you to save money that is so easy, so simple, so plain, and it's told in a story. It's a parable. It's an amazing book. You must read this book. That book has made myself and many, many, many other chiropractors who have read these books unbelievably wealthy because of the steps that we follow in these books that I never knew before, that nobody ever taught us. Okay. <clears throat> Those are the first two questions, right? The last question is, how many self-help or motivational seminars have you been to in the last year or so? And if the answer is zero, right? Now you guys have gone to some technique seminars, I would imagine most of you have gone to some chiropractic seminars, that's good. But you need to get to some motivational seminars, right? Like Light Vision, or DE, or New Beginnings, or inner winners, or something that's going to motivate you, something that's going to change your life. Because once again, the mentor Jim Rohn asked Jim these three questions, and he said, if your answer to these three questions is like, no, I haven't written goals, no, I haven't read any self-help books, no, I haven't gone to any self-help seminars, then I can guess your bank account within a few dollars. And this is what he also said. He said, if I can guess your bank account, I could probably guess where your cholesterol is at. Right? Because if you don't take care of those things, you're probably not taking care of other things. Right? And that's, how, that's exactly how it happens. Right? That's exactly how life happens. That's exactly how I see people who are so messed up, even after they graduated from this institution, they're so messed up because they never took the steps it needed to take. Right? Getting to chiropractic school is a, a huge thing, a huge investment. But the investment doesn't stop because you're here in these seats. That's when the investment starts. Like commencement, when you graduate, they call it commencement. Commencement means what? Beginning. Doesn't mean end, doesn't mean you're done, right? But here's what I'm gonna suggest to you. I'm gonna suggest that your commencement starts now. That your training for your future starts now. Because what you're getting within these walls is not enough. It's enough to get you a license, it's enough to pass your state boards and OSCEs, right? Enough to get you a diploma, but it's not enough to build the life you want because the life won't build by itself. Dr. Rubin, you're lucky. I'm not lucky. I've worked damn hard for this. And I'm still working damn hard. Dr. Sid used to say, 
one of my favorite sayings, remember him drilling this into us, in the 10 years in a row I went to DE to sit by his feet and hear his message. He used to say to us, long days and sleepless nights. Long days, I used to say, what? That's not like a formula for success. And guess what it is? Long days and sleepless nights. Not that you need to have sleepless nights and you need to have long days every night. Right? But if you want success, what does that mean? The whole idea of long days and sleepless nights. It's work. Right? Success doesn't come by putting your feet up like this and just chilling out. Yep, I made it. I'm a doctor. I got me my license. I got me my diploma. And I'm just going to hang it up and the money's going to come rolling in and the patients are going to come in like droves. No. No. Doesn't happen that way. Right? You got to work. Another doctor said, great saying, he used to say to us all the time, is work is fun, I love to work. Work is fun, I love to work. And he used to make us chant that. Work is fun, I love to work. Work is fun, I love to work. Because he wanted us to get into a different mindset. So my question to you is, have you written your goals? Have you read any books lately about self-help, motivation, finances? Have you went into any self-help seminars? They don't have to be chiropractic ones. They could be Tony Robbins or whatever, anything. If the answer is no, my question to you is why? What is stopping you? Time. time. I don't believe it. I have no time to, but I make the time. I will carve time for my success. But it's a good answer. But I will carve it out. I will do without something else to make my success. That's how you succeed. Is you say, you know what? I don't need to do this. I will take this half hour and do this. I will get up earlier. I go and I get up every day. Not that I'm some saint or hero. Five in the morning, every single day. On the weekends too, five in the morning. And I have a ritual. I get up, I read a motivational book, I work out, I meditate, I pray, and now I can start my day. Right? Because I used to, you know what I used to do? I used to, I had to be in work at nine in the morning. When did I arrive? 8.58. Now I, I, my office hours start at 9 in the morning. When do I arrive? 7.30. Because I'm preparing myself for the day. The day just doesn't happen. You make it. You design it. You carve that time out. No excuses. No excuses. If this is what you want, this is what you got to do. You don't want it, don't do it, but then don't be surprised by a different result. Because it's really, as BJ Palmer would say, it's as simple as that.